welcome to Exiting Through the 2010s, a podcast where we reflect and dissect the movies of the past decade. I'm your host, Jack Draper, and with me is a host, Clay Williams. What if Ethan Hunt, but jumping on Oprah's couch? <laughs> oh. Night and day. Well, I get, yeah, night and day. Do you think that's, that's like the greatest hits right there? I, I know, I think, I, I think this movie is literally, what if Ethan Hunt found Scientology? Yeah. And like, yeah. was like, basically, what I mean that by that is not that I think Roy Miller is a Scientologist, meaning no. that if, if this is, that. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 but it's basically if Tom, like the Tom Cruise that we saw hopping on Oprah's couch, what if that person was Ethan Hunt? That kind yeah. of manic, yeah. yeah, just like weird, like, you know, otherworldliness, kind of like an alien. That's And what, Ethan the, Hunt. Yeah really just started to be as manic as he was it was really rogue nation that was the turning point in, in that character because it's like the past four but he's movies, never zany he's just like insane he wasn't never zany and this is the first time in fact like mangle has spoken openly about this where he's just like you know i i, I love um manic crews like uh jerry Maguire and risky business so um he was really he was very intrigued to bring that side out of him definitely yeah why i love it yeah 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 it's it's like you know cruz and diaz are 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 people who have who have had fascinating decades you know it's Mm -hmm. like we're movie stars have died down Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and here to talk about Um, those decades with us is yeah jen johans um it's here yeah (laughs) uh thank you for being here um how are you for having me yeah very excited to talk about this when you invited me, I was thinking, oh my god, you know, the best of the 2010s, like, do you guys do every week on Mad Max Fury Road, or how does it work? <laughs> and that was our first episode. That we was were our close. Very first we were close episode. to, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were like, I, we need to get out of the way. Yeah, and so I was trying to take a different approach. I'm like, you know, mm. I'm going to go with popcorn movies. Like, what's a movie yeah. that I saw that I love, I still watch it every year, and... Wow you know, just get the biggest kick out of and nobody else is going to go, you know what, I'm going to go on the best of the 2010s exactly. and talk about night and day. I mean, yeah, nobody else is going to do that mm-hmm. <laughs> for mm-hmm. better or worse, right? Before we unpack night and day and for what there is to unpack, because I think there is a lot here, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, we usually ask our guests, what was the movie that initially got you into film and uh, burst your your full devotion wow well i don't think i can come up with the first one um early memory if you have multiple that's that's all right yeah uh i was one of those kids who just loved movies to begin with i actually like the first and only time i ever got in trouble in school was in um the second grade i was talking about movies during quiet time I said out loud that I just, I did not like or get Pinocchio. I still remember, and I'm almost wondering if that pissed the teacher off most. Like, what is her deal with Pinocchio? I don't know. But I got in trouble, and I had to go, like, write my name on the board for talking about movies. My first crush, which I don't even think I really liked this kid. It was more that his parents owned a video store, and so it was very appealing. (laughs) It was like, you know, I'm going to like Andrew because his parents own a video store like how cool is that um, it's pretty cool it's not usually my type and uh 
so yeah, first crush was on, you know, the kid with the, the video store, getting in trouble talking about movies, maybe something here. No, and uh, <laughs> I think the first big memory that I have of film would be seeing Moonstruck in the theater. I'm like a lot older than you guys. You guys look so young. Um, so I would have been like six. We've been called babies before. You yes. No okay. Worries. Well, I would have been like six or seven when that movie came out. Oh, wow. And so it was like three generations of Italian-American yeah. women. I was bored out of my mind. But it was the first movie I saw with actors. And I distinctly mm. remember when Nicolas Cage hit the screen. Because, like, the entire audience just started to roar with laughter. Oh, wow. And he's so commanding and magnanimous and just, you know, great. And as soon as he hits the screen, you're like, who is this guy? I love you. And, you know, that kind of summed up my future of being interested in writing about uh, men that turn me on in film. And then just... <laughs> being enchanted by movies and then later when i was older and i revisited moonstruck it became a favorite so i guess that might be it the answer is your... somewhere mix it all up i guess <laughs> were your parents into movies since like were they did yes. they like raise you on it yeah i mean it's kind of funny like my parents first date was they went to go see jeremiah johnson with Robert Ooh. Redford's Sydney Pollock yeah. movie. Sydney Pollock, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so I kind of like say, you know, he's the reason I'm here. No, I mean, <laughs> it was a first date, people. Like, no. But, um, you know, I was born like many years later. But my mom wasn't sure about him because he was two years younger than she was. And he like raced boats. And my mom was a little more studious and gave him a chance. And I keep thinking, what if he had picked like a really shitty movie? And then they had nothing to talk about afterwards. So, you know, pick a good movie is the, the lesson there. And yeah, no, they did. They, they loved movies. Um, they exposed us to a lot, probably like too much, too young. I remember watching uh, Die Hard when I was eight and Platoon awesome. same year. Awesome. So, nice. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, I was mainly following my brother into the older room, and he was um, into the other room. He was three years wow. older than I was, so he was even a little young for these. I mean, what was that, like 11? Yeah. So, mm. you know, we shouldn't have been watching this. But, yeah, we watched a little of everything. I think my parents' mm -hmm. approach was anything we saw we felt like we could talk about as a family. So yeah. that was good. You know, like... Even platoon. Yeah, that one we were not supposed to watch. I distinctly remember. How funny would it be if your parents were like, okay, so here's what we're going to do. Platoon, Wall Street, Born on the Fourth yes. of July, JFK. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have a, this Oliver Stone yeah. film fest. No, that was my dad and my uncle. Natural born killers. I know, right? Yeah, and, yeah Jesus. Um, yeah, I was supposed to stay in the kitchen with my brother in color. But then we kept hearing, like, the music and, you know, the choppers and all of that happening in the other room. And, like, who wants to color when that is going on? So, I, yeah, I went in there. For some reason, I was scared less by Platoon than I was Alan Rickman in uh, Die Hard. Mm. He became, like, yeah. the monster of all my nightmares for years. That is interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I think maybe I guess, they like, were wearing, like, uniforms. So, maybe. Yeah, and, and maybe. Yeah. I guess, like, maybe because it's not Joe as era. visceral. Yeah. Like, McTiernan's yes. obviously so. Yeah. Th like, you know, he's so talented. He has such craft, but still, it's. Yeah, I guess those are two, like, um, feelings they, they give you. 
it's also like Hans um, Gruber is also so intelligent yeah. and so sophisticated that it adds a more it adds some intimidation in that like mm-hmm. he has yes. so many different shades of himself like it, it's he he's yeah he's like the definition of intimidation for me it's the like, way he's like, your parents like, yeah too your and parents just had great taste in the late eighties though I gotta <laughs> say true yeah they did they had very good taste but no yeah with Gruber it was the mustache because keep in mind this would have been around the time of desert storm and so saddam and i was so like ah. scarred by mu- by mustaches that i actually like made my dad shave his off because it was like wait a second hans gruber and then um you know saddam and my dad had a mustache and he had dark hair that's funny. Was, yeah my dad's like i'm gonna shave it off you're fine <laughs> yeah that's was, really funny yeah I actually like, kind of oh, okay he thanked me for it though he's like you know what i do look younger yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I actually have a f- questionable. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I have a funnier story uh, too. Like, yeah, uh, my dad always had a mustache, and whenever he'd come get me from school, um, this one time, the, sh- the mustache was shaved, and I didn't recognize him. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Dad, where are you?" <laughs> oh, are you serious? <laughs> Cause, cause, it is yeah, shocking so. though. The first time, yeah, you're like what the difference? What's going on? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. I mean, I think. Shock. It's what would Cruz look like... like with a mustache? I think that would be funny. Oh, I don't want to know. Oh, I mean, wait, didn't he have one on Fourth of, born on Fourth yeah. of July? Yeah. He had a beard and oh no, yeah, you may be right. Yeah, mm. but I mean, I still don't want to see it. Like modern yeah, crews, still... like today crews of a mustache would be frightening. <laughs> fifty nine. Like is he fifty nine years old? He yeah, would today. be a porn stash. It would be yeah. yeah. He's fifty eight. Fifty nine. Fifty eight. Is he really? Wow. I, my money's on. I would I would say fifty nine is my final answer. I no I mean I just looked it up because like I fifty eight years old. Um, oh. I forget what I was watch I, I I forget what I was watching before Night and Day. This was I tweeted this out like a while ago, but it's like he must be in the top five most athletic people in the world who's above the age of fifty five. <laughs> gotta be probably gotta yeah be. like in all Legit. of sports. In like literally, it just as a person, like top ten, top five most athletic people over the age of fifty-five. Yeah, yeah. I can't. Yeah. It, it has Statham, to be. How old is he? I mean, yeah. How old is Statham? he? Oh, great. Now I'm gonna send everyone oh, to Statham. Google. No. no, no, no. I got it. I got it. I got it. Statham. Keanu, I think, is um, similar in age with Cruz now. Yeah, I was gonna say. Statham's yeah. fifty-three. Oh, okay. Yeah. Keanu. We need an is... age checker, like in another. Keanu is Keanu is fifty six. Damn. Mm. Yeah. Weird. 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 I weird. mean, like I can't. Those people. Those mm. those people have like such passions for, um, like mm-hmm. the craft of stunt work, and it's like if yes, they're not no slowing wires. down, why would you stop? Right. Yeah. I just with Cruz, you're always just convinced that one of these days he's like another bad fall away from we're gonna kind of like with jackie chan another like, you're gonna another fallout away yes. from yeah yeah gosh I, I can't watch fallout and not think of the part where it happens yeah like with his Ugh. ankle Ugh. Ugh. god yes. no very cringy <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's crazy and how publicized sort of... that was too because like yeah. everyone in my yeah, theater was... when they saw that wasn't it, a secret all they almost automatically knew, oh, that's where he broke his foot. Yeah, 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 yep. yeah. Like, even general I mean, audiences were like, oh, okay. Only... Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is pretty much the only mode that he stays in throughout the 2010s, which is which is different Crazy from any person. other decade that he's been a movie star. I mean, mm-hmm. craziest person, action star. 
because yeah. he's he doesn't try to go for an Oscar. He's done that twice. He American really Made just is the worked. closest thing. American Made. Uh, I, would you say it's that this has this had Oscar buzz, or would you be like he just like likes working with Doug Liman? Because like that's that American Made is a weird one. You're you're onto something on that. I don't think it's an Oscar. It's just not a crazy action star. I don't know if it was Oscar bait, but it was like definitely yeah. the, it's it was notable and like oh you're not you're not running this time. He's back in biopic mode. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, because uh, Barry was a real person. Jen, we just saw this for the first time, so we have no interest, interest story, interesting stories about uh, night and with day. our background. But with in Night and Day. When was night the f- and Day, yeah. Yeah, not oh. American Made. I, yeah. Okay. God, what if someone picks American Made? <laughs> but hey, no, what was the first? Someone picked Night and Day. You know, yeah, we that's got, true. you know. I know. We're breaking barriers. Um, yeah. When was the first time that you saw Night and Day? Uh, I was press, so I actually oh, nice. um, remember seeing it. Okay, the crazy thing about Night and Day is it came out in 2010. It actually mm-hmm. was mostly compared to this movie called Killers with Ashton Kutcher and Katherine Heigl. It, that movie opened at the beginning of June. Then this movie came out. And then a month later, like exactly, this opened June 23rd. And on July 23rd came out another movie that I thought about picking for you guys, which was Salt. Philip Noyce's movie with Angelina Jolie, which is just yeah. a hell of a good time. Cruz was actually <laughs> attached to that movie. That's right. And yes. That's right. He, wow. Now, keep in mind that the character in it, who's also like, you know, is, is a spy and maybe a double with Russia. There's this whole thing. The character's name was Edwin Salt. And so they changed it from Edwin to Edwina. I because Cruz was like, you know, this is too close to Ethan Hunt. I mean, even the name is very similar. Mm-hmm. That was the second movie that he dropped out of that was released in 2010. The other one also starred Angelina Jolie, came out around Christmas time. That one was called The Tourist, and it co starred her with uh, Johnny Depp. Bad movie. But <laughs> so it's very good. He that was he supposed to be the Depp role? He was supposed to be the Depp role, yes. He just thought they were too similar um, with the, you know, international espionage. So he bailed on both The Tourist and Salt and opted for this one because he really liked the comedic appeal. And I think that is such a good decision on his part. I mean, no, this movie did not do spectacularly well. Case in point, you guys just saw it. But (laughs) it was... I thought it was a blast. I really enjoyed it. And, you know, he makes the movie. I think originally it was supposed to be more comedic than action-packed. First few people that were attached to this thing were, like, Adam Sandler. But Sandler was like, I can't really see myself with a gun. Even though I think he did. He was in, like, an action movie in the late 90s. wasn't one of his good ones. Oh, yeah, the one with Damon Wayans exactly bulletproof Bulletproof. i could not think of it i knew it had a b in it and i'm like blue streak totally different movie that was luke wilson yeah same thing but anyway so sandler bailed gerard butler was tapped uh chris tucker was attached he was going to be in it with eva mendez so it went through all clay give me your best chris tucker go no i'm good Good. Uh, gerard but gerard butler that's a he was gonna be in this and um who are they gonna pair him with 
Jennifer I have Aniston? No, watch. It might have been Aniston or something. Because they did Bounty Hunters, right? Which I, yes. a movie I've seen. I, th- I think that that's the movie that they ended up doing. I think so. Yeah, probably. That's really funny. Man. Yeah. That's nuts. That's back when we used to make like action hybrid comedies. And now we. Yeah, that cost like $40 million. Like, yeah. Like, so, made yeah, right. Mid- 100. Yeah. Mid budget thrillers that did all right yeah. and were riffs on Hitchcock. Mm-hmm. I know. Um, this because this is how like, I sort of view this, but go for it. that it's just sort of like charade on steroids. It is. <laughs> it's kind of charade. Yeah. It's North by Northwest. It's very yeah. screwball. It was originally called Wichita, and I think that it was supposed to be more comedic. Which is like, why would you call this thing Wichita? At first, I'm thinking, you know, was it supposed to be a Wizard of Oz thing? You know, like. We're not in Kansas anymore. Wichita. I don't know what they were thinking. More than a dozen screenwriters worked on this movie. Like there These was a- execs are paid millions of dollars. Yeah. They're given a huge amount of power in Hollywood. They have final say-so on a million different creative projects. They could f- they could fulfill people's passions and dreams. Mm-hmm. Their dream. They could fund people's dream projects. And they thought for a second this movie should be called Wichita. I don't know if Night and Day is the best. That's my problem. Yeah, my one thing, if I was one of these dozen screenwriters, if I was, say, like Scott Frank or Ted Griffin or many of these people who took a pass at this movie and didn't get credited, um, I would have changed the fucking title because (laughs) Night and Day just does not work at all. I mean, they work in a little gag at the beginning. You see Tom Cruise grab a night action figure and then the end of the movie this is not really a spoiler you find out his real name is knight k-n-i-g-h-t and so he's not a knight i think a lot of people went into this she's the he's the knight in shining armor i I suppose it should have been called knight and diaz let's be honest knight and diaz (laughs) i think it was just called cruz and diaz yeah something it could have been called even cruz and diaz is a better title than night and day Definitely better title than Wichita. The movie only takes place in Wichita for like ten minutes. What a yeah. What a horrible. I mean, just sometimes you (laughs) you hear about like these ideas that get bad around in studios and just be like, man, it's crazy that you're supposedly super important, have so much impact in an industry that, and you're like a moron. (laughs) Like it's. I mean, I would just so funny. I would just call this James Mangold's bad object. I think. Mm. Hmm. It is. It is one of the things where it's just like, oh, he did that. It's not even mm-hmm. like whether whether you like the movie or not. That's, but it's always I think that he has surprise. A few, wait, he did that too. But this one is the is the one for this decade at least. I mean, yeah, he's, he's definitely. With Mangle, people are always surprised he directed it. I mean, yeah, that's mm. kind of the he yeah. did he did that. I mean, that's yeah, it's an entertaining yeah. movie, but yeah. it wasn't even the best you know time travel movie that year. It's called Happy Accidents. Look it up. But. <laughs> You know, um, I've actually enjoyed all of Mangold's films to an extent. I'm not a big, mm-hmm. big fan of the Wolverine. Logan is good, but I never really got on the big, this is the best thing since whatever movie. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, Ford versus Ferrari I loved, but when it comes to Mangold, the one I watch the most is 310 to Yuma. It's really and good. And then it's this one. And then it's Walk the Line. But when I watch Walk the Line, I start at 10 minutes late. Like, nobody wants to watch, you know, the brother get his arm cut off. You know, you got to start that movie like 10 minutes late. I think Walk the Line suffers a little bit of musician 
biopicy. Like it, it it's, does. Yeah. It becomes. It becomes hard. like. Yeah. yeah, it's walk hard. I think it came out like the year. I like I a, do. like very close was... to walk hard. Yeah. So it, like it really suffered. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but three ten to Yuma. Everyone who makes a musician bi- based biopic needs to watch Log Hard before filming. Yeah, I mean, this that's a good idea. Should be a law, right? Ugh. Yes. But what yeah. are we trying to avoid here? Yeah, that's know, a good point. I know. Yeah. God. Exactly. <laughs> and I guess like so identity you, saw this... you could also call is Mangold's. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> that's like that's what what his, movie? Uh, identity like that's his follow up to uh, Kate Leopold. Yeah, that one was actually kind of entertaining, though. It doesn't, yeah, like, right. you think about it for five minutes, it makes no sense whatsoever, but it's still <laughs> very entertaining. Yeah. Kind of like this one. Uh, sh- yeah. Yeah, you don't want to think about this one too hard at all. Like, the whole, yeah. But yeah. it's just a great time. It's kind of like those movies in the 30s that would change genres every five seconds. Mm-hmm. This really doesn't work without the hybrid. It's a screwball romantic action comedy. The tone is constantly shifting. You can't divorce one genre from another or it just wouldn't work because it's not really romance. I mean, it is, but their chemistry is more like what Cruz and Diaz are. They just genuinely like each other, but there's not a lot of heat being brought to that. It's not just a straight comedy, even though that's what Cruz does. He is in Jerry (laughs) Maguire mode here and that's why I love him for it. Yeah. But it's got that those really cool action set pieces like the whole fight scene on the plane is just straight out of jackie chan and so i i love it for all of these reasons you blend it together and you know i think people went into this hoping it was going to be another just straight mission impossible movie or they wanted it to be a comedy like whatever i don't know why you know this had to open after the Ashton Kutcher thing because weirdly mm-hmm. I think that affected it. So yeah, it had a lot totally. going against yeah. it at the time. Yeah. And it's funny that you say they were expecting a Mission Impossible thing because he was kind of being let out the door as yeah. Ethan Hunt. Um, after Mission, like there's a pretty big, a pretty uh, big gap between three and four. And yes, Runner, obviously, we all know like he was supposed to take over for Cruz in Ghost Prote. So it's like, yeah, to see uh, expectation. I totally believe that it was um, sort of the reasons that we discussed that poor planning with other projects of similar yeah. uh, sensibility and the title. It's just what the is title night and day? Is not great. Yeah. No. <laughs> okay, yeah. listen to this. So in two thousand six was Mission Impossible three. Mm-hmm. Then after yeah. that was. In, two, 27, yeah. in tw- uh, 2007, Lions for Lambs. Lions for Lambs. Robert Redford again. Yeah. He plays a senator. Yeah. Um, and then after Trop- Valkyrie? And then 2008 oh, is Valkyrie and, Tro- and uh, Tropic Thunder. In yeah. 2008. He was finding himself. <laughs> then in 2010, <laughs> it's night. Then it's 2010, it's night and day. He yep. skips 09. Interesting. Yeah, this is a mid- this is his midlife crisis. It's like between <laughs> it Mission Impossible yeah. 3 and night and day like he only kind of gets back into it with ghost pro but mm-hmm. like yeah but like none of these films do particularly well i mean tropic thunder he it's an iconic role but it's nothing close to what he's done since yeah. or before um lions because tropic Lambs, thunder is a lot of like stiller is like what how funny would it be if we got Cruz for this <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly and like lions for or, Lambs or actually is the other way around never 
contacted Stiller to mm-hmm. yeah, and that. like Lions for Lambs would be something he would he would never be in anymore. Like you couldn't catch him dead in this. Um, <laughs> and like Valkyrie, that okay. Like uh, yeah, you wh- know, wh- what are you yeah. wh- what are you doing, Tom? All right, whatever. I mean, and, I it does, seen and it, Valkyrie like, doesn't have a director either, so it doesn't. No, no one directed yeah, that movie. No. Um, yeah. Yeah. but. But yeah, so but, but after that, like after Night and Day, it's possible Reacher, Oblivion, Tomorrow, and more more Mission, The Mummy, American Made, and yeah, like so it's. Listen, it, I have it, a question for you though. Um, when are yeah. we going to go into Oblivion? Oh, we're never going. Into when are we um, going to join our friends Morgan and Tom? Or live and let die? <laughs> what? No, not live and let die. What was it? Live die. Live repeat. die repeat. Edge yeah. of Tomorrow. Oh yeah. All you need is kill. All those great titles. Yeah. Um, I do want to ask you, Jen, what kept so when you when you watched it at the press screening and you walk yes. out and you're like, man, that was loads of fun. What was people's general reactions to it like around you? You know, I remember the audience having a really fun time because we would always share a space with like radio station promo screenings and that kind of mm. thing. And I do remember people really enjoying themselves, like. I think the word of mouth was actually pretty good. Unfortunately, Fox was putting too much pressure on word of mouth uh, to the point of they were like adding more promo screenings and that kind of thing to try to, you know, get people talking, get them in the door. And I think that was a mistake as well. I mean, it wasn't just a jam-packed summer with too many of these types of films. I mean, it's crazy to think about 11 years ago we were making this many and I you know listed a bunch that were all released in the same six month period because now none of these would be made really but um yeah no I I don't know I think I'm not sure what the press were looking for um I do know some other people that did definitely enjoy it though like um mm-hmm. I think Washington Post got a kick out of it, Newsweek. Like, there were some critics that had fun with it, which is what this is. It's Cruz weapons-grade charm, and that's what he brings to this. And just like, as we talked about, nearly killing himself to completely entertain. <laughs> and the cast, my God. I mean, you have yeah, Sarsgaard, you have Viola Davis, Paul Dano... Even, like, Mark Lucas, who has a very small mm. role, is just hilarious as the Godot. fireman. Yeah. And, yeah, I was just uh, going to say, did you guys catch Gal Gadot? Yes! Gal Gadot is in there. Um, yeah, it's just a great cast. So, when, so, like, since, so since you first saw it in the press screening, um, in the years since, like, when you bring it up, what do people, like, say, oh, like, oh I haven't seen it, or oh, I, I remember seeing it, or, like, you know, what what's the reaction? Like, caught, you, I've caught that on FX a bunch of times. Yeah, because um, you are a champion of this movie. Like, am, we can say that. Yes, I'm an so what's been, champion of it. Yeah, so what's been people's reactions to it since you've, cha- like, as you've championed it all these years? You know, it's one of those, I feel like it's the, what did they, what's the expression? Like, the black sheep where you don't want to admit mm-hmm. that you've seen it or that you like mm-hmm. it. But when I say, you know, like, I'm watching Night and Day again, this movie, yeah. I love this movie, then you will get people like, that was a lot of fun. And I feel mm-hmm. like this happened a few times. Salt, like I said, I'm one of the few people that really love Salt. Although, hey, Roger Ebert gave it, if I remember right, four out of four opened one month after this. Because I almost chose Salt for you guys. 
Um, mm. And Spy, which is Melissa McCarthy, Jason Statham. I remember That's when good. that came out. Um, even the first time I watched it, I was like, you know, it's entertaining, kind of like this. Like, yeah, it was fun. The more mm. I watch it, though, the more I just completely get a kick out of it. Those three movies that I just mentioned, Night and Day, Spy, and Salt, were all in the consideration when I was trying to think of one to talk to you, you guys about. But yeah, um, I think sometimes people, yeah, they don't want to admit that they've seen it or they like it. Sometimes I will get people that are like, oh, I love Mangold. I've never seen that. I should give that a chance. Or, or then, you, you yeah. know, you're always going to get reply guys like, why aren't you watching? And then <laughs> insert the name of like any other James Mangold movie, you know, like, why aren't you watching Copland? Like, oh I love God. Copland. It's a great movie, but yeah. I want to watch Night and Day right now. Like, back the hell off. But anyway. <laughs> when yeah. are you going to watch? I'd rather Land? watch Night and Day over Copland. And I don't mind Copland, but if I'm watching anything, it's going to like Night and Day is just so much more. It's like you can yeah. just it's it's so how do i say it's not passive but i kind of can just like copland's a blind spot honestly it's good it's a good movie yeah um but like you know what else you need to see i need to i need to interrupt the girl i haven't i haven't seen girl interrupted oh i haven't seen that either yeah i want to i always want to see that brilliant i've the only mangold i've seen is okay logan wolverine ford b ferrari the only 310 to yuma yeah Walk the line? No. Oh wow. Night and day. Um, what about heavy or you guys? Identity. Oh yeah, oh, heavy's no. the Identity. other. Yeah. Heavy. He- no, heavy. Heavy's a real. It's a real movie. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was his first like yeah. big. Oh, I've seen Copland. That's right. That's, okay. So that's yeah. that, so I've seen like six. Um, okay. I like Mangold. I like him a lot. I mean, Ford v Ferrari. I was like a lot, like some people in my friend group um, like circles there's like oh it was like boring i'm like nah it was great it's a good movie i watched it in the <laughs> no, theater good... all by my it... all by myself there was like two other nice. people there i heard cars go vroom vroom i was happy as a clam i had just a <laughs> do you smile remember, on my do you face. remember the big joke and during the oscars was like just give it best picture nobody's gonna be upset you know like, yeah it's true just, like, that's true that was gonna the be one happy. where you're just like yeah, yeah. Fine. it's completely sure. neutral but fine yeah it's great for me. <laughs> did it because it's a crowd please didn't she write that. a Didn't she write a piece about the sunglasses in Ford v Ferrari? Am I making that up? Probably. That sounds That sounds about right. Yeah, she's 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 awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, because he's he's the studio journeyman. I mean, we kind of talked about this a little bit at Logan uh, when we covered it, but he's a he's a journeyman, um, without feeling so stale behind the camera. Like you know, like he just he just knows he just has a lot of good craft. And, he uh, he's not like alan taylor he's if, alan taylor or louis luthier incredible hulk guy incredible he's not hulk someone guy. you're just like who oh yeah, yeah. they've directed like five <laughs> movies i've seen it's like one of those things where you just look at a person oh i've seen like half their filmography and i barely know who this guy is exactly, um, exactly. he's definitely like a name like he's very much in the conversation of like i mean of course indiana jones five yeah, he's like he's definitely yeah. in the Macquarie kind of conversation. And speaking mm-hmm. of Mission Impossible, but he's definitely like yeah. journeyman director who has like Doug Lyman. Some... Would you say Lyman's okay. so hit or miss? It's one of yeah. the, it's it, 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 that like Lyman is also just anytime he directs a movie, there's like five different things that happen that make people doubt he can actually direct anything. Like there's always yeah. like like born identity like huge production issues like he just well did you say they locked apart. down did you see that they locked down 
They, what? what? Did he? The what? movie Lockdown with uh, oh, Anne Hathaway and Chidi yeah, Cell. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Can't do it. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. Yeah, Steve, right? Oh, man. I totally forgot about that movie. Yeah. HBO yeah. Max, Stephen yeah. Knight. Oh, it, was a failed, it was a failed joke, but, you know, maybe oh, for the no. better. The HBO okay. Max thing? Yeah. I actually stopped watching that after 20 minutes. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, yes. I'm, I'm oh, surprised what a crazy thing that 20 happened. minutes. Um, <laughs> Did you lose was... a dare or something? <laughs> <laughs> I love the movie Locke. And it's the same guy. And I was same. Like, yeah. No, yeah. I love. I'm. Yeah. I love yes. Peaky Blinders. I'm a huge Stephen Knight mm. guy. And any like, and most yeah. of the stuff he's made sucks. Like, I mean, I like the two. Th- like, Peaky Blinders, Locke. Those are the stuff I've really seen from him. I love. But everything else is like horrible. Some people um, are better. Jen, do you champion Serenity? Do I champion the movie Serenity? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. no no sorry oh my god yeah. yeah we haven't seen it but it's okay nobody's know. gonna argue with you about serenity it's, <laughs> it's just it's just a movie that's lived in infamy yeah that yeah. was that was not a good picture yeah <laughs> uh, i'm being polite there but yeah um so how many times have you seen night and day since like is this like a thing you watch like every other you said month? you go back to it yearly no yeah pretty yeah, much yeah. like once a year um nice. yeah i family friends i i enjoy inflicting my taste on people so yeah yes for sure yeah i mean same with us that's why we started this yeah Um, exactly yeah i I think this this movie has yeah because i don't i don't hate it's like i don't hate it is the thing and because there's nothing about it that's really egregious or it it's like it's not a war crime or something it's it's like perfectly it's like perfectly average and i think there's something to that um where you can have something like this and and have it um have it look really nice and there's banter and there's clearly care and passion put into it but yet it's not yeah like it it doesn't achieve anything greater from what i set out to do but i I think that because i think mangled's just like gotten stronger um with Mm with his career and i think that he's no i think that maybe he knew what he's trying to do with this like he's he didn't try to achieve anything out of out of the boundaries uh, Mm. for the picture but yeah i think also people are holding it to a standard that you don't hold like mission impossible or even fast and furious movies too like when you talk about logic they're like well that wouldn't happen well, Jesus Christ, like nothing in Fast and Furious and very little of Mission Impossible, like the knock list and this. And it's like, you know, what is the first one even about, really? Like if you tried to mm-hmm. explain that movie, like good luck. But these are fun movies. And I think this one, people will begrudge it a little bit more because it is tongue in cheek and it is silly. And I think it's going to also appeal more to people who love old movies because you mentioned charade or north by northwest i mean this is a gorgeous film but it it does change it changes plot devices it changes genre it keeps switching on you 
the more you watch it though the more you realize how clever it really is and some of it mm-hmm. you can kind of maybe tell like oh, i bet that was ted griffin or oh i bet that was you know some of the other people that worked on it like there's a scene in the airplane early on when we didn't even really tell people what this movie was about apologies oh i mean it, it's yeah, yeah we, we typically do don't and stuff yeah. but oh, okay. like it's yeah. Yeah, like, we like, just assume that you know the movie, or at least you Google it. Yeah, exactly. Alrighty. Nor, well, we don't at, do spoiler warnings either. Okay. Yeah, spoil all you want. Early in the movie, uh, they are on an airplane, Tom Cruise and Cameron Diaz, and he gives her sort of this list of things he would love to do someday, like this fantasy list. If you actually go back and think of the things he talked about, they all get done. They don't actually kiss on a belt. That's very... Ah. Yes. But they do go, you know, on the Orient Express or we're in the, you know, we're on a train. Uh, oh, that's funny. Maybe you talk about... Um, I can't remember. Uh, the Hotel DuPont? DuCap. Yeah. They're, DuCap. We're in Spain. We're in all the different things. Like even what she says about driving to Cape Horn. That's how the film ends. So I love those little moments. It's one yeah, I, I didn't actually catch that. gave a harder time to in my review when I wrote about it back in the day. I don't even know that I reviewed it when I actually opened in theaters. I think I just covered the Blu-ray. I don't remember. But um, I was a little harder on it. But the more I've watched it since, it's one of those perfect, you've had a really rotten day movies and you just mm. yes. unwind and you're laughing. I mean, it is like, I don't know if, how anyone can watch the scene on the highway, like the chase, early on <laughs> in the movie, and, you know, just the shots, and it, this is Mangold, you know, you see Cruz in the rear view on this motorcycle, and she's driving away in a car, and you see all of a sudden he, like, takes off, and then there's no one on the motorcycle, and then you just so hear the sound bridge of him landing on the car, and you just like laugh your ass off. Hey June, love the dress. Yes, and he's he's <laughs> yeah. doing this cheeky Tom Cruise thing, which is very 1930s, and I yeah. love it. Yeah. yeah, and very him. Like if you yeah. like, I just saw my like. Ethan Hunt is not Tom Cruise. People no. think it, it he is. It's no. not like if you list if you actually re- look at it no. in your interviews or you watch anything that has the real Tom Cruise in it. Ethan Hunt is almost the exact opposite in the way yes. he d- socialized. Well, because Cruz is Bill Hartford from Eyes Wide Shut. I mean, isn't that <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, of course. Obvious. I mean, <laughs> like well, obvious reasons aside, like that's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Um, but like it is, he is so much more like warm, charming, and yeah. manic. He's a very mm-hmm. manic person. I mean, like that was kind of my opening of this whole thing is that he's he's horribly manic, and for whatever reason, you know, there's Scientology thing beside, but like. He's also he's just like an energizer bunny who also like who he's not even actually an energizer bunny he's like a golden retriever puppy mm-hmm. who ha- has and he's like, the size of one too. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, but yeah, no. So like he, uh, so he's really just using that in this role. Like he, he like he, Tom Cruise is not Jack Reacher. He's not Ethan Hunt. He's a not this serious guy who's all dedicated to the mission i mean he takes his craft seriously but mm-hmm. that's not how he interacts with people in this yeah. movie it shows and that's what i really well, that's what i actually I, I was a bit surprised with of how much it showed like how much cruise it is yeah um because you just don't get that you usually get something more stripped down i mean like 
like Edge of Tomorrow is yeah. even though that might be as that's lighter than um, Jack Reacher and Ethan Hunt, it's still it's still not him. Like he's a complete coward character. Yeah, but he's, he's playing. Not as, he, he's definitely playing against type. Like, exactly, yeah. but it's not that he doesn't have that so like manic social um, social moments that you see in this, where mm-hmm. he's just like all over the place. Like he can't focus Very on true. anything. Yeah, um, and you yeah. brought up a really good point earlier when you were talking about Ghost Protocol, and I think maybe that's a good selling point, or a, why does Jen like this movie so much? If you're asking me, like, out of all the Mission Impossibles, which is the one I watch the most, it is Ghost Protocol, because yes. it is the most that's my favorite entertaining. Too. Exactly. Yes. I mean, oh, you so know, good. is it, like, the best? I don't know. I mean, Rogue Nation's a very close second, but... It is so, so entertaining. And it's for me, what really got me was the opening sequence, which is mm-hmm. perfectly synced to Ain't That a Kick in the Head and its crew. Yeah. And I mean, you can see Brad Bird with his animation background and the choreography, and it's just marvelous. But it's also Cruz being Sawyer weird. from Lost is in the opening. Yeah. yeah. It's Cruz yeah. being weird, and it's Cruz being charming and just, you know full-on cruise and mm-hmm. i love that and that's yeah. basically if that is your tom cruise and that is your kind of mission movie then you're gonna enjoy the hell out of this is yeah how i would i guess so like why does jen like this movie so much it's like ghost protocol baby except ghost protocol <laughs> and jerry Maguire. you know it's funny yeah Another way to pitch it, too, is I'm sure you guys have what seen if the movie. Cameron Crowe wrote a Mission Impossible movie. That's <laughs> a really good point. You know, I mean, this does really link back to Cameron Crowe with Vanilla Sky and Cruise and Diaz. Oh, yes, that's right. Yeah. yeah. But did you guys see the movie um, Gross Point Blank? Yes. I yes, have. that's a yes. good call. Good call. Yep. Yeah, Steve Pink, who was one of the writers there, he's a producer oh. on this. And something tells me he's a friend of the guy who's actually credited the first writer who was the only one of like over a dozen who got the credit for this is named Patrick O'Neill. He was, I'm going to guess Chicago or linked to John Cusack back in the eighties. He was like, had little bit parts and things change and say anything, Cameron Crowe. And then he also had a tiny, tiny role in Gross Point Blank. He was Nathaniel, Mm -hmm. the annoying guy that calls up and gives um, Cusack and Minnie Driver a hard time on the the, um, radio show. Like, Nathaniel, like, I don't know, like, if you you know Gross Point Blank, he's the one that is the prank caller. So that's Patrick O'Neill. He is the one who wrote this or created it. He's the guy that called it Wichita, unfortunately. But oh, yeah, so if you're a gross point So we have blanker, a finger to blame. We have yeah, a finger to point no. yeah. But if you're a gross point blanker and you're a ghost protocol person, you, this might be your movie. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I someone at, like I was talking to some friends like right before this and they asked me so like what did you think? And I'm like I liked it for sure. I really enjoyed it, but like the way I could pitch this to someone was what I mean what if the what if like Tom Cruise was actually Ethan Hunt? Yeah. Like what if like real life Tom Cruise, manic, you know, out of his mind, but really pleasant and really you know engrossing and charmer, uh, yeah. charmer yes. who's all but someone who's unhinged and you're always a little like you're on edge anytime he's around, even though yeah. he's not. You don't think he's gonna hurt you or anything. He just he's just so manic that you're just like, what's gonna happen, Tom? 
but he's mm-hmm. always like pleasant. And so that's yeah. it, what if that person became Ethan Hunt? Um, yeah, because I, I always like to yeah mm-hmm. I always like to divide Cruz roles into like what we think he's like and what he's actually like. Because um, mm-hmm. Frank Mackey in Magnolia, right? Like one of my all time favorite movies. Oh yeah, he's he. That's what I, that's what I like to think he's doing on his spare time, and without hesitation, would be like if if that was proven true, would be like oh yeah no I believe that. Um, but with this, and I think some parts of Edge of Tomorrow, let I repeat, um, they're they're more of in line of uh, what Cruz is actually like, and and all, all that swagger and natural charisma, and, and he's just like you know he was we know this, but it's like he was born in a lab to be a movie star, like he was bred to mm-hmm. um, lead big temples, and um, it's what it's he was funny born how. For. Yeah, and it's it's funny just to see how he's aged, um, well or not well. I guess it's it's up to you to to uh, come to that conclusion. But it's mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's uh, it's so interesting to see him in, at this latest stage. Not even to see how he, how he's doing, but just like where he's taking his career. Like let alone the athleticism. Yeah. Did you guys watch the extended? Um cut or the regular theatrical? I'm pretty sure I watched the theatrical, but I but like the moment I rented it, I'm like, oh wait, there's an extended? And so I'd like you know, I already spent the four bucks, but like I, I did yeah. see that and it's, and I looked it up it's like eight more minutes, just extended yeah. scenes and a different introduction. A different yeah, intro. There was one scene that I think did enhance the film. It was with uh, her sister's wedding. The way that mm. it plays in the theatrical one, her sister kind of comes off selfish and a little bitchy. Like, she doesn't want this cool present. She's just more like, oh, let's sell our dead dad's car. Like, it comes <laughs> off very cold. And in the extended edition, you see her thanking her sister, Cameron Diaz, at the wedding. And Cameron's character is named um, June. And she's April, and she said, you know, thanks for taking care of me. I hope in the future June comes before April. And I thought, well, that was, like, a lovely line. And oh, maybe then I did. I think I did see oh, the extended then. Because okay. that scene that is... that was nice. Yeah. Yeah, no. I, I, yeah. I, 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 this movie has heart. Like, it's not... It's not soulless. I mean, I, no, people use that word a lot when, when describing any kind of blockbuster, but it's not it's not soulless. Yeah. It's I guess for Mangold sure has something to it. Recommends this edition. Somebody asked him point blank on Twitter. He doesn't like talk about this one very much. I think also because he's a screenwriter originally and he didn't write it, so yeah. that might be why the disconnect. Also, it probably didn't do as well as he hoped it would. Yeah. I mean, it recouped it. it know recouped its expenses or i think it was a bigger hit overseas it was remade in bollywood a few years later i saw that yeah i haven't seen that edition but um yeah so i mean what's better that that french title or is it or is that that bollywood title or is it uh the french title for ford v ferrari le mans 66 i think i may have Mm. brought this up on another episode but like yeah I love it. I, like I love Man that title. 66 it's so very funny. Yeah, Man 66 was a good title. Yeah. We all know that he um, wrote Oliver and Company. Like, yes, this is public knowledge. That was another early movie-going experience that was, like, very uh, transformative. I, I had that record. And the I Billy Joel it. really got you, right? Yeah. yeah you yeah. know, yeah. when you're a kid, you're, Billy Joel's yeah, exactly. the height of coolness, yeah. basically, in the 80s. Yeah. Or, well, 
you know, Bruce Springsteen and Billy Joel. Forever. Yeah. Billy Joel's time. Like eight. Yes. <laughs> um, Jen, don't you mentioned up, earlier. Uh, don't bring up Billy Joel with Bilga, though. He hates him with a passion. <laughs> oh. I'll make sure to know this. Yeah. Okay. Shout yeah, out to Bilga. Might have to talk yeah. to him about that. No. Go ahead. If Shout I out to Bilga Iberi. Yeah. Honestly. We love you, Bilga. If I make a mistake and, and I, if I mention Billy Joel, I, I feel like I'd. No, I'll, I'll let you know. Apologize. I'll let you yeah, know. Honestly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to forget about um, this. <laughs> but, Jen, you made a really good point earlier. You described the opening or the uh, airplane fight sequence as very Jackie Chan-esque. And it, it, it really, it truly shows just the way, like, it's all choreographed, the use of mm-hmm. objects, the use of props, the use of comedy. Yeah. Um, and I do think that, like, even though Cruz isn't really known for his comedic stylings, uh, I mean, not usually. Like some people do note it when talking about his whole body of work, but him, like Tom Cruise and Jackie Chan, are probably the two closest we've had to um, Buster Keaton and Charlie Chaplin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Since, like, they are total like silent movie stars in the sense of the way they use action and comedy and they blend it together and just the physicality of both of them. I mean, if you watch Police Story, it's so Chaplin. I think something um, similar um, happened with like Rogue Nation. Bit. Like, like Chris McHugh was like, yeah, you can turn the sound off and the story would still make sense. I remember mm-hmm. hearing, hearing him. Well, they're both that. like kinetic actors. And Statham, for sure, definitely yeah. has, mm-hmm. you could definitely uh, make an argument there. Uh, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, like you mentioned Spy earlier and Statham, yeah. it's very much, yeah. um, it's very much a, a showing of his comedic pot- uh, potential in that movie. Um, yeah. He's highly but verbal like, in that movie, but, like, when you think mm-hmm. about Transporter, like, even some of those fights uh, in the oil where they get slicked up and people are falling all over the place. And, I mean, you know, you turn the sound off, it, it does seem like... We, I don't think we ever knew what to do with Statham. He's No, see, I'm, that, I haven't... Yeah. I'm, I'm bad. I didn't... I haven't gotten totally into Statham. Like, I haven't seen yeah. a ton of his, like, solo projects. Yeah. yeah. I don't think we knew I feel like you're bound how to, to market him. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I have anything yeah. to do with it, you are. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and Logan. But you know, like, but you know, it was a good point with the whole like Jackie Chan element because it, and that's like the appeal of this movie for sure. It's the hijinks. It's the comedy yeah. mixed yeah. in with the action. It's not because Cruise. It's their pull. Cruise like, is one of our in each scene. Cruise yeah. and, like, and Statham. You can include this. Like he's they're one of the last action stars. Like we don't have, like the beefy macho mass hyper masculine mm-hmm. man like we used to decades ago and mm-hmm. and it coincides with the fact that action stars are are dead and essentially like you can't really open a movie with just one person above the title. yeah they have to those two have to be in franchises now they can't open yeah. a movie that's yeah. not mission impossible or fast and furious yeah because yeah. it's like what we're, we're, really. we're alluding to like like salt and night and day they can't come out now so i guess like this kind of proves proves it that without it, it's kind of like a, a cycle right so it's like without mid-budget mm-hmm. thrillers you can't have people leading them and you can't have real action solo standalone things you need to have them connected to a fast and furious or such yeah the and if you do get them it's john wick <laughs> or like, it's extraction you, you yeah you make three four more movies oh yeah like but extra, extraction like made like it was t- cost like 200 million and then um, it would, and, or no, and then it went to Netflix, right? Because then it's like, you mm-hmm. just go to a streamer. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, they're trying it now with 
uh, Without Remorse, which just came out, but that's more like espionage, CIA, like Tom Clancy stuff. And Tom Clancy is its own franchise, basically. Yeah. So it, it, it's true that you can't just have, well, like, the closest thing to Night and Day, maybe not the closest thing, but like the most recent remorse, thing I could Gosh, those reviews don't look very good. <laughs> no. Um, no. Isaac liked it, and Isaac has an interesting oh, really? about that. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, but that's Walter the only Chaw real positive. Liked it. That made me a little mm. hopeful, but who yeah. liked it? Okay, Walter Chaw. Oh, Walter mm, yeah. Chaw. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but was good. You know, like the, the when you do see Night and Day, quote unquote, the action comedy mix is like the Spy Who Dumped Me. Yeah. No. Stuber. Oh my gosh. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Stuber. Stuber. Yeah. What else? I like and um. You get the both those movies failed. It just came out. No, just no, it just that year. No, but modern um, versions of it. Yeah, the one with Kumail and Issa Rae. Right? Isn't oh, that yeah, Lovebirds? Yeah. Love that's Birds? not really an action yeah. movie. That's just more no? of like that's more of like a Seth Rogen comedy. Oh really? Not okay. Seth Rogen, but like Pineapple Express, kind of like two people sure. getting into the situation. Mm. Yeah. Um, situation but i haven't i haven't seen lovebirds don't yeah, don't yeah. take my comparisons yeah. at face value i've not seen the movie um have you seen stuber but like, no, yeah but like, Stu- but like stuber the spy who dumped me those yeah. movies spy like bombed me. like so they yeah. try to do this yeah. like okay two two other movie stars this no yeah but nothing but not really romantic like you jen you mentioned the killers which came out the year um this movie mm-hmm. came out but besides that like and i said bounty hunter not like romantic action mo- like action comedies. That like three, no. three headed monster. That doesn't, that doesn't come. Mm-hmm. Back. No. And I guess like we sometimes may romanticize the action, uh, crime thrillers, decades ago. Like we all mm-hmm. love. Mm-hmm. Previously mentioned Die Hard. We love Predator, Forty Eight Hours, and yeah, eighties uh, man. Film yeah. the filmmakers behind it. But I guess we forget that a lot of them failed. And those are just the ones we we stick to because we remember them so fondly and they're great. Um, and I think that now there might be just the wrong lessons taken from them because the folks who are headed studios now were like Clay and I's age when they saw them in the 80s, right? So it's like, I guess they're just romantic. They just ran them into the ground. That happens the, with all these genres. Yeah. It's just like, they, they, all right, this was good. You guys like this. All right, let's make so much of it you want to throw up. Yeah. We hate to be more clowning on studios even more than ah, fuck people em. already are, but I guess, like, you know, yeah. I was just going to say, like, it's just bound to come up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I was glad to talk about this one, though, because it doesn't really come up much. As you can tell, this isn't a super. I know. I might have yeah. to start a fan club of people who enjoy this. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the I mean, you could like start fan club. Day, spy, like salt. Yeah, yeah, salt. Yes. Spy was yeah. well, Spy was that very like I was successful. I was like like Paul Paul Feig, mm-hmm. Heat, and he Spy in the early yeah. 2010s. Like at following Bridesmaids, he he like knew how to work with. Here's comedians. where I'm different though. I like Bridesmaids. I love Spy. Mm. So yeah. Bridesmaids also just I think celebrating its tenth anniversary. Yes. Um, um, should we like, talk? Oh. Oh yeah, no, no, sorry. Please. I was just gonna say like though like Feig like Feig Feig however you pronounce Feig. it. Sorry, Paul. Yeah. Uh, Feig, thank you. 
Um, but like those, like he did want to be like, well, what about action stuff? Like Heat and mm-hmm. uh, Spy were like right next to each other too, I think. And so, but like even then, nothing. The thing is, you would think Spy would be like, oh, they're gonna make five more of these, or like five yeah. more of these the kind heat. of movies. Yeah. yeah. And I guess McCartney tried, but like she never really tried another action film after this. I guess one just came out, but that's like a superhero film that like no yeah. one watched. Oh, that but looks like. So bad. Yeah. yeah, it looks really bad. Um, She's got to stop making movies with talk... her husband. Yeah, yeah, no, her, yeah they, really, they really ha- have to stop working together. I bet they're a yeah. wonderful couple. But, yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he's the best guy, but oh. Yeah. Yeah. I think maybe we should talk on, touch on Cameron Diaz. Of course. Um, I love Diaz. Cameron. Because, yeah. like, uh, obviously she's done. She's left... Um, she's left act- acting, I believe, for good, or at least for a little bit. Good and, for her. Um, that I think that considering what we know about like what um, the media and paparazzi and the life of fame can do to people it's not really a huge surprise and honestly like it's crazy that more more people don't take take a hiatus like she has Um, ending the decade I I believe in with Annie yeah um, Yeah. and that, uh, that one with Kate Upton but Oh God, yeah, so I and, and that. the um, other woman with uh, that was the other woman really bad. Yeah. What if there well, was another she, woman? Yeah. She worked. She made three like studio comedies in 2014. Yeah, sex um, tape. Oh, what was the third? What was the third? Sex tape. Yep. Sex tape, right? Yes. With Jason Segel. Segel, right? Jason Segel. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was. The, I, feel, I feel like everyone, including the public and including her, that year was like. No. Let's, yeah. Something needs to be. Yeah, we need Take to re- a, reevaluate. Yeah, but, like, we need to reevaluate some of this stuff because this is another one of those people that I don't think gets enough credit for how well she understands her own physicality and oh for sure uh, her ability to just inject unexpected humor. Some of her line mm. reads are great. Like you were mentioning, um, Cruz being charming and manic, and the scene that came in mind was the one uh with mark lucas in the restaurant where you know this is the guy i'm the guy like their whole interplay where she's trying to alert to mark lucas like this is the crazy guy from the airplane and lucas is trying to be charming like i'm sorry who are you and then cruz goes off and he gives some wild thing about you know let's everybody gets pie but no ice cream you know lincoln was right it weakens your legs and it's just bananas and the way diaz handles that i think is really really well she's also no stranger to um fight scenes you know with the charlie's angels movies and uh background with dance i mean yeah she's great physicality is a great point i mean she is yes like very self like i mean even her actual like you know like acting yeah um like she has like a lot of uh, aware uh, self-awareness is really one of her strong points uh she just was never really given much like the thing is like the studio like you know we're talking about studios again but the studio system just put her in a box and she wasn't really allowed to break out of it yeah Uh, but she literally the the box yeah, she, she was made in the, the box, box. Yeah. which was not. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, Richard Kelly's follow yeah. up to South Nine Tales. You know what I think but, her best performance was? Did you guys ever see that film called In Her Shoes? No. Curtis Hansen yeah, made it. Yeah, neither. 
really good. Curtis movie. Hanson, the yeah, one um, of my favorite. Eight Mile, course. L.A. Confidential. Yeah. LA Confidential. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say L.A. Confidential yeah. guy. Okay. Wonder yeah. Boys, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is another one of my favorite. Wonder Boys, movies. yep. Yeah. Dan Mecca's favorite movie. Yeah. Interesting. Who's yeah. Favorite? I think. I think. Oh, um, our one of our guests that we've had on before, Dan Mecca from oh, the film okay. stage. Yeah. I love it. Um, yeah, and I—I I mean, she's. She's unfortunately pigeonheld as like bad, bad act, bad ad at acting, right? Yeah. I mean, maybe you could speak to that better. Or her beauty, but yeah. Or what's that? Just her beauty, I think. Um, oh, you know, oh, like okay, just, she's only yeah, a face. Yeah, she's decorative. Yeah. Because she was a model before being yes. an actor. Yeah, Ma- the mask yeah. was like her first big thing, and I remember. Yeah. Most of the press around that, like. Because I used to get Entertainment Weekly and Premiere, like from the time I was a kid, was oh, it's this model's big break. You know, she's in this movie with yeah. Jim Carrey, and obviously she was still adapting and she got better with time. But yeah, I think she's very underrated and another one of those yeah. people we did not give enough opportunities to. Uh, in her shoes, I think was around 2004 ish, and oh, nice. uh, Vanilla Sky was maybe a couple years before that. So, the I think Vanilla Sky's 2001. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it was yeah. like right after the Charlie's Angels bump. I think she used maybe yeah. a little of her leverage to get good scripts and yeah. try to break out and show what she could do. And unfortunately, um, didn't really manage to land. Yeah, and people I mean, forget like she had a she like, has like a few Oscar the nominations. Best too. case like, in- she, oh yeah, like she got like she's yeah. supporting for. Gangs in New York and being John Malkovich, which is like kind of crazy. Like she gets that bad a rep, but she's still recognized for it. Um, it's a little bit like Keanu for how I remember people talking about Keanu for so long. Like they're not bad at acting; mm-hmm. they're just specific actors. Like they can, they they are very good at what they can do, and I think that that's very easy to confuse. I hope we get to talk about the counselor one day because she's very good in that. <laughs> Ridley Scott's a bad man. She is, yeah. She so she was nominated for four Golden Globes, never an Oscar. Yeah, I think you were thinking oh. of Catherine Keener got nominated. For, ah, yeah. Yes, yes. Who's also fantastic. Elkovich. But four yeah. Golden Globes is nothing to. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, still, yeah. Yeah. I mean, but she was nominated AAA, for still, you know. John Malkovich, Gangs in New York, Vanilla Sky, and There's Something About Mary. And there something about Mary was the thing that really, really just broke her out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Something um, about Canada. Gosh, but, she's so good yeah. being John Malkovich. She yeah. really is. But the yeah. I mean, base, of course, like the, becoming the best case. Oh. No, go ahead. Sorry, go yeah. ahead. Yeah, I mean, like obviously she's from um, a modeling background, and to, to see like the thing, like because of that, and, uh, people would use her for because she's come from. Um, she's been a model before, and then to see Spike Jones like de-glamorize her was like something. It's like okay, yeah, we get where you're doing, but then like oh man, it works so well in that movie. Ah, oh, it's not oh, so good. But yeah. the best case scenario for someone in Cameron Diaz's position is something. It's it's probably like Sandra Bullock, and even then, like the person who is able to kind of break out, and they're not necessarily this. They're not the same actresses necessarily, but. They were put in similar modes. I see where you're going for this. Same age, Bullock I think. Was, yeah, but Bullock was able to kind of survive through it, while I think Cameron, I think that 2014, 2014 just really, 
it is just really telling. Those are her last three movies. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. Annie, Sex Tape, and The Other Woman. It's just where it, yeah. it just all, it all coalesced. It all led up to yeah, that kind of disaster. Like, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah. But yeah. Bullock and... Paltrow is... Yeah. I think Paltrow Paltrow is similar. Or she's just like, I'm bored. Um, I I gain nothing from this. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather um, go do goop stuff, I guess. Yeah. 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 Goop. They're in the makeup industry. Um, But but yeah, Bullock is usually like, she's the very rare case of someone who was able to survive that studio. Like, this is what you do and this is the only thing you do. Um, And even then, she sometimes goes back to it because she's probably not offered a ton of roles. But like, I mean, she's been yeah. able, like, grab it, like, she was able to work with some auteurs and just be like, all right, I'm not just, you know, Miss Congeniality, like, I got, yeah. and she's able also to, like, you know, Heat, which is, uh, like, uh, not You mean heat, The Heat. Or, I mean, yeah. The, the not Heat. Not Michael Mann, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I always forget, it's either one has the and one doesn't, um, yeah. but, like, it's not rum, um, it's the rum, right? It's, but she yeah, got lucky, I mean, not lucky, like, she probably read the script and was like, this is good, but that movie could have easily just been a train wreck disaster. Like the thing about yeah. all Paul, Paul Feig movies is you could easily see them being horrible. Uh, and I think With like maybe some people. are, I, yeah. maybe like last Christmas. I haven't seen it, but I don't know. Um, but Paul like Feig most of them Christmas? are just, Oh, I forgot. I have not seen last Christmas. No, no, um, I forgot it was him. Yeah. 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 I yeah. think, wait, wow. right. The so. Henry Golding. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know um, the one I just, it doesn't oh, seem like okay. his movie. Yeah. No, it doesn't. Yeah. Um, but wow. like he, but he's able to but like spy. You could easily see become another spy who dumped me or something. And um, the heat is like an, it could easily be another hot pursuit. Um, but like he, but uh, Fig is actually able to make those work. But you, so like Bullock's been able to get somewhat lucky, but also make some calculated risks with those kind of movies. And sometimes yeah. they blow up in her face. Um, uh, but it, she's been able to just like keep going without like everyone just saying, no more, like no, like we're done. I guess like Ocean's um, Eight and how kind of poorly or middling it it did, kind of like was was something to get everybody together and do like a fun ensemble thing. But it's I enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. But, I enjoyed um, that one too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not a masterpiece, but it was fun. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. Not it's very much like but, yeah. middle. Like it's a mat. Like. This is, in the way I describe Night and Day, just to kind of, like, I think it's, like, the perfect FX movie. It's something you throw on television, and you're like, man, this is, this is, like, I'm watching this. Like, you you play, you know, you check your email once in a while. You kind of just, like, sink deeper into the couch. But you're just very, like, <laughs> yeah, satisfied yeah. and content with just, like, yeah, And I don't is, think that should be a charming. complaint, either. No, I don't. Think I that. think there's yeah. value in these movies. Mm-hmm. I think there should, mm-hmm. like, I feel like we just rip on, the, you know, like, television movies or, like, Oh, this is just some middling, mediocre like whatever. I think there's real like, like actual value to that. Yeah. Sometimes you just don't want to like use so much of your brain power and don't want to be so engaged and captivated where you can't where every like the entire world shuts off. Sometimes you just want to watch something, and they don't get made anymore. <laughs> no, they, don't. they really don't. No, yeah. I mean this is no black hat, but still, yeah, I agree. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, check off my black hat mention in the episode. Yeah, yeah, I was waiting. Yeah. I was waiting. <laughs> yeah. You do you love that one or hate that one? Oh black my hat. god, it, black hat has my whole heart. Are you, okay. No, oh, no, that's yeah, he's yeah. lying. Uh, I'm, <laughs> no, I, he no. likes it. What? No, I you, do. I you genuinely don't love that movie. You say you like <laughs> it, right? <laughs> um, I don't. 
I don't know. Like I, I, I don't, I don't, you know, I want to see it again to really solidify. Mm. Um, I do too. I don't mean that to be like a cop out or a cop lamp. Yeah, it's no, it's whatever. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I just, I just think it's uh, a movie about uh, a seventy-year-old man trying to figure out how to use a computer, and I think that there's <laughs> something to that. It's you know? true. That's great. Um, do we have any final thoughts or like to wrap up I our can't final case? No, but. I enjoy the hell out of this one. So I yeah. was really glad to chat about it with you guys. Yeah. 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 Um, cause it's, it's like, cause these blockbusters that don't leave much of an imprint on pop culture, like where else are they going to, are they going to be mentioned again? Right. Besides yeah. opening Collectively, weekend. We're all forgetting stuff way too fast anyway. And mm, um, yeah, I mean, God, does anyone remember <laughs> like three months ago what they watched, let alone when, this came out 11 years ago. Yeah. It took like a good 30 seconds to remind you guys of lockdown. So I think that is a great It re- yes. it really took like I took some brain power. But that was like it took some... lockdown. So I saw I saw the gears turning. Yeah, yeah. Do you know um, what I thought you were talking about for a minute was the space movie with was it Guy Pierce? Yeah, I think that's also called lockdown. Like yeah, it was like something <laughs> with lock lock something no yeah. i'm pretty sure it was all I, I watched that actually during quarantine um that's what which i, is, I you know, was it's, like boy that's a reach i'm like where is he going with this yeah. <laughs> gosh that's funny is it no what is it called or whatever locked it was me? luke Besson, wasn't it so let me see locked away no it was another frenchman i don't think wait was it Besson? Uh, that might have been Besson actually Lock mm. Out. It might have been. 2012. Lock Out. It's directed by James Mather and Stephen St. Leg- Ledger. And I'm going to guess he produced it, though. Yes, he, he did. did. Mm. Busan, uh, Busan definitely produced it. And wow. Story By and Scream. I mean, it has his fingerprints. And it also... Yeah. Let's see. Am I getting this right? He was Is sued. It? He was sued because it was a, basically a ripoff of uh, uh, Escape from New York. <gasps> Maggie okay. Grace is in it. And she's also in Night and Day. I... So there you go. I guess I was giving there you like go. subliminal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Six degrees. Thought you were going um, there. I, yeah. I do want to just point out. I think all like the like the we'll mention this in, like favorite scenes or whatever. But a lot of like the actual hand to hand combat, like in frame stuff, is like pretty well done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the CGI well done. kills me in this movie. Like the, the bulls. That scene needs work. Yes, I I don't it's, think we needed the bulls to be by the car and the motorcycle. Nobody needs that. Yeah. Yeah. I guess like it's it, kind of it, obvious from the concept of this pod, but it's it's like I don't know. This is gonna make no sense, but the way that movies look in the early half of the decade, I'm kind of I kind of I don't miss, but I kind of am nostalgic for. Yeah. Um, no, I get that. It's kind of like. A certain flavor to the lens that remember this only used to be of, right, most yeah, of right. movies like, was yeah, bad exactly, cgi yeah. i mean it still kind of is and i mean it, it is different. bad cgi but it's also just the way colors popped and the way that we see um contrasting colors is kind of just it, it's not better or worse but it's just different and uh they didn't cool try to hide it back then. Then. color right back then yeah ex- yeah yeah exactly yes yes it's like uh, my friend Jordan Harper likes to talk about, you know, prestige television is basically everybody having yeah. arguments and they're like horribly lit kitchens and it's green and it's blue and it's moody yeah. and it's like, you know, I mean, there was that there was that whole kerfuffle about the uh, scenes from a marriage miniseries coming up with 
Chastain and Oscar Isaac, um, yeah. which I'm really looking forward to. I love those actors, but still, yeah, those stills didn't... I mean, those were stills that were meant to um, copy the Bergman film, but still, it's like, come on, guys, let's... But the Bergman yeah, film like HBO, is actually like, half of their really programming well, right? is... Yeah, yeah, exactly. like yes. half yeah, of yeah. half of HBO's programming right now is like darkly lit thrillers that like are yeah. very no, gray and you can barely yeah. see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mayor of Easttown, um, right? That's coming out right now. It's, it's the same thing. The mm-hmm. Outsider. Yeah. I reviewed that last summer. Yeah, it nearly Outsider. killed yeah. me. Like I almost thought I was gonna have to go to my eye doctor or something. Like I <laughs> yeah, it's on so vivid. Dark. I put the brightness all the way up. Yeah, and I'm like. I can still barely see what's going on. Like I know that's Ben Mendelsohn because it's his voice, but like no clue. Oh, yeah, I will always. Where do we think the ben trend Mendelsohn. started? I love him. Because uh, I think the whole Game of Thrones. No, I don't know. Possibly. Mm-hmm. I would say if I were to guess, I would like maybe that first season of True Detective because it's oh, so yes. bleak yeah. and grim. That is very much like the prestige to... television like yep. breakout. Yeah. 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 That's when like appointment viewing. It's like when like like sitcoms or like France like not just like, you know like cop shows or whatever. That I mean it, that's a cop show, but I mean like it's like NCIS <laughs> and sitcoms weren't main appointment viewing anymore. It was mm-hmm. like fucking like True Detective, mm-hmm. like Sunday when, like, nights, nine television. p.m. We go for like yeah. stuff that's considered high art, but also very mainstream. Mm-hmm. That's that's definitely like one of the genesis of it. And it was one of yeah, the times that we saw a movie, like of a Anarchy. Yeah. serious. Sons of Anarchy is a good call. To... Yeah. FX. Yes. FX in FX. general. Yeah. 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 FX. Hire Clay. No, I'm just kidding. I would be a great programmer. <laughs> yeah. No. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I really did. I was surprised like how much I just enjoyed the manic energy of it. Mm-hmm. I just, I do. I'm always a fan in a mood like when, like we talked about. Funny enough, I'm going to mention Mamma Mia, the first one. Uh, the reason why I like the first Mamma Mia is because everyone in that movie is an insane person who kind of acts like an alien. Like, no one's a real person in that movie. No. I kind of like the, I like kind of like Night and Day for s- similar reasons. Like, mm-hmm. there's, these are crazy people who are manic and don't understand, like, actual social norms yeah. and are yeah. absolutely out of their mind. Yeah. I'm going to spoil my favorite scene, but when Cruz belts out ABBA, I, I was like, nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. I remember that was my favorite scene, too. Loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go again. All right. My, um, my. Oh, yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, okay. Favorite scene. Uh, yeah. Does anyone want to go first? Do you have yours? Or Jen, would you like to go first? I'm going to let you guys go first. I'm curious. Okay. Well, if I get to all that first, stuff on the... What? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. All that stuff, on the... All that's... <laughs> all that stuff on the plane is yes. really, really Damn good. It. Yeah. yeah. Great, yeah. Ban- great but... banter. Like, yeah, like, uh, um, the pilots are dead. What yes. happened to him? Well, I shot the guy. Well, actually, he shot the guy, and then the other guy shot that guy. Or um, yeah, Cruz is really good in this. He's really the whole opening, I guess, I'll take is my favorite scene. puts yeah. up the knife on the pillow, or the, the cushion. Not cool is his reaction. Yeah, not cool. It's just so hilarious, but anyway. So funny. Um, man, that was gonna be mine. Shit. Uh, I guess I'll go with yeah, I mean, when he pops up on that hood, it's so funny. Great dress. Yes. Great dress, June. It's just like... Yeah. The small talk and him just not understanding stakes or social... Yes. Like, 
I'm gonna go kill. Like he doesn't understand like guys. social cues. <laughs> I'm gonna go kill those guys. Or I'm gonna go yeah. talk to him. No, I'm not. I'm gonna go kill him. But I'll be. Yeah, right I'm. Back. I'm actually gonna go shoot them. Like yeah. it, it was. It, it's. It, I understand what. Like she's like begging him not to shoot anyone. He's like, I understand what you're saying. You're in shock, and then just go shoot more people. Yeah. It's yeah. really. That is the energy of this movie, which is why I find it really enjoyable. Um, mm-hmm. Dano is also kind of feeding off of that. Just want to mention Paul Dano real yes. quick. He's mm-hmm. also like in a crazy person who doesn't, like, who's not like real. Yeah, he um, loves Hall and Oates. <laughs> I mean, yeah. He loves Hall and yeah. Oates. Can't get enough of yeah. them. Um, yeah. But my favorite scene would probably be that, like, that whole thing. And when he, when he like gets booted off, I forget how, but he like gets booted off the car and then he just ends up in this dude's convertible. Yeah. And just like pops up with the dog right <laughs> next to him. Just like how did he get it's all much very much like a riff on yes. Tom Cruise's entire action career, which is enjoyable to watch. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Cuz like that's the main split between this and Ethan Hunt. Like Ethan is such a professional um with those Super first three movies it, it makes them kind of like boring it's just like mm-hmm. okay like let lighten up right um yeah. but i think with roy he's just he's just like a goofball you know mm-hmm. I don't, yeah. he's psychotic right. i mean i, I like <laughs> ethan hunt could also be psychotic but like for different reasons like i mean they mentioned that a bunch in rogue nation rogue nation where it's just like true but like are you okay yeah Yeah. but that's he's psychotic in his sense of pure will and focus and roy miller is just like i guess i'm killing people right now (laughs) what do you know (laughs) just like total just disregard for human life and like doesn't understand any situation he's really in but gets out of it yeah 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 those are both really good scenes i have many favorites um Mm -hmm. i think I just love their dynamic, uh, Diaz and Cruz. It goes really fast, yeah. so I'm going to actually give two scenes. But I love the one where uh, they're going to rendezvous with Paul Dano for the first time, and he's not there, mm-hmm. and you hear Private Eyes playing. And you s- it's just really good staging and good direction on Mangold's part. You see Diaz sort of playing with Cruz's gun and, you know, posing and trying to be cool. And then in the background, it's just a great yeah. sight gag. You see, like, a million, like, commando guys basically running mm-hmm. in this. And they're all getting in position behind her, and she has no idea. It's so funny. And then later when um, it's still the same scene, uh, Cruz is, like, plotting with her how they're going to get out of it. He said, on the count of three, you're going to you run over there, and I'm going to shoot, like, cause a diversion. Okay, ready? And she's like, yes. And he says, one. And she and just she bolts. bolts and then she screams and then runs back. And he goes, what number would you like? And she's like, three's <laughs> so good. Funny. Let's go with three. And uh, I love yeah. that. And then right after that, um, we see them on Cruz's Island. And there's a really funny little banter between the two. She wakes up in um there's been a, a montage which again is it's very good it goes through the movie oh her like the, like the constant gag of her being knocked out and then like yes. them a- ending up all this stuff in crazy places yeah like That's so funny we like we lost an engine but it's okay or whatever he's like constantly <laughs> yeah. reassuring her and she wakes up in a bikini and is like what am i wearing a bikini we're in the tropics like how did i get in a bikini and it, it's just really funny they're wonderful yeah. together yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I do want to shout out, I think the best part, I think the best scene Diaz ever gives is her on the truth serum. Yeah. I think that's really funny. 
very funny. I think. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I think like the the whole delivery of like, I don't think you're happy to see me. Yeah. It's just it's like really it's really good. It's it really is good. It's really good. Yes. Did Diaz and Cruz ever date? I can't I can't recall. I no, probably know. not. This was. Yeah. Do we need a? Do we need? I think this. Was, I feel like this was during the Katie Holmes era. I think so, and I'm not sure when they made uh, Vanilla Sky. He would have been with Penelope Cruz, so mm-hmm. yeah, probably not. I think they just, yeah, just respect and work really well together, yeah. because they even yeah. kind of give off like there are fireworks. I mean, there's you can tell they genuinely like each other and enjoy one another's company, but this doesn't have the heat of. You know, like Mr. and Mrs. Smith with Jolie and yeah. Pitt. Yeah. 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 They don't. Yeah, totally. Yeah. They never have, like, I never buy them, like, sexually attracted to no, each other. No, like, not super. No. Yeah. I mean, I'm I think they're like, into each other, yeah. but. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, like, neutral on Vanilla Sky, but I remember Cruise and, well, Cruise, they. they Cruise and Cruise. Like, it was too much. Like, like, okay, like, we need to, like, settle down. Like, this is like, too hot and heavy. <laughs> but I think yeah. here, if I were to nitpick, I kind of wish there wasn't um, a sensual romance. Like, I kind of I kind of would prefer more flirty banter. I agree. Um, yeah. As opposed. It like, needed I, I think more that's banter, much more electric. Yeah. 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 I can agree yeah. with that. I can yeah. agree with that for sure. Let's fix the well, title. Let's give him more banter. So yeah. We're solving problems. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, yeah. Okay, Take out let's the call us Cruise. Let's no call CGI bulls. Bulls. Yep. Yeah. 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 We're gonna bring back. Yeah. Also, it, I'll, one more thing, but then, but then we'll wrap it up. But Viola, this movie really proved to me. Oh yeah, Viola Davis was born to be Amanda Waller. Like this was right. like she was always born to be Amanda Waller from Suicide Squad. Like just the. Fit. Oh right. Yeah. I was just, the, I was, I was very like, like, trying to place. I'm a comic book nerd, so sometimes oh, okay. I just assume You're people high. know who the characters yeah. are. Because, um, like, but, I, you know, no, like, I mean, like, for myself, I knew I knew that name. It's like, where have I. This sounds yeah, like it's her in Suicide yeah. Squad, though. But she's, like, the ruthless, coldless, like, Fed who, like, will also kill Also, soon to be the moment. Suicide Squad. Also. Yeah, and she's going to be in that, too. And it's just, yeah. she was just perfect. She's just been perfect for that role since ever. Yeah. Yeah. She's Cruz's boss. She's uh, the uh, CIA's boss. She's also our Speaking boss. Speaking of Black Hat. Uh, Clay and I. Yeah, Black... Hey, hey. There we are. I love... You know what? Why did I say I didn't love Black... I love Black Hat. I'm going to come go. out and say... There you, you know go. What? Why was I... Commit. Hesitating. It's a great film okay. from Commit. 2015. Commit. A movie we haven't talked about when we can. Someone pick it. Please. No, okay. Oh, kidding. we have Luke Larson um, for that, so... Do we? I, I don't... Maybe I not. thought... Maybe Bilka do? might okay. do it with you guys, too. I will jump up and down with joy if we get to do that. Yeah. Somebody choose it. <laughs> Listening. Um, Listen, if he can go on blank check and talk blank hat, black hat, he can come with us, right? It's yeah. like no, we can't. No, we can't do that. <laughs> Gotta let the man diversify. Yeah. yeah of go. course. Of course. Yeah. Um. But Jen, thank you so much for coming yeah. on. This was thank great. You. It's been it an absolute really pleasure. Great yeah. talking to you guys. I really appreciate yeah, same it. here. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah. Where come can everybody back find you on the internet? Um, do you have anything open. to plug? That you want um, to announce? Sure. I write for filmintuition.com. You can find me on Twitter at filmintuition. And I run a podcast called Watch with Jen. Yeah. Perfect. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Jack, where can everyone um, find you? My Twitter is at Jack A. Draper. Um, I have writing for film at The Simple Cinephile, Cineflix Daily, Cinema, etc. And I'll self publish sometimes on Medium. 
next week, we are going with the master. Ooh. That's right. That's what we're doing. Jonah Kozlovsky will be here to Excellent. discuss my love and his love of Philip Seymour Hoffman. I think that's just what it's going to be for him. like two hours and change. Yeah, but I mean like he's... Yeah, I know. No, I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, he is, um, he is your guy. And uh, oh, I, gonna, I feel like I was going to say something else, but I'll throw it over to you. Everyone can follow me at Birds of Clay on Twitter and on Letterboxd. You can follow me on Instagram at Mr. Clay Williams. You can follow the podcast Twitter account at ETTPod. Uh, you can subscribe to us on Anchor or whatever podcast platform you listen us on to. Please remember to give us five stars. We greatly appreciate it. A review would be very nice as well. Um, you can send us an email at exiting through the 2010s at gmail.com. Um, so, yeah, thank you all so much for listening. Stay safe. Stay in. Stay, uh, get vaccinated, stay inside, do what you gotta do, be good to yourself, uh, and please remember, trans rights are human rights, stop Asian hate, free Palestine, Black Lives Matter, justice for Dante Wright, justice for Adam Toledo, justice for Makia Bryant, and we'll catch y'all next time at Exiting Through the 2010s. Oh.